Welcome to another episode of the Recharge Podcast. Again, guest on today, Dr. Rick John. I've known Rick for about seven years, and he's quite humble. His story is much more robust and expansive than he lets on. He's lived across the world, uh, spent time uh, learning and training and studying in China, and uh, now is splitting his time, uh, I believe, between Alaska and Florida. But we're going to dive into a little bit of the issue related around stress management, something that not only is present and center for most of us, given the current reality, but also a, a different perspective on things. Although many of you may realize I'm trained as an emergency medicine physician, uh, I've also done functional medicine training, sports medicine training, and I've dabbled in a variety of other types of healing arts. And so I look forward to sharing Rick's message with you, and uh, let's jump right in. Hi, my name is Rick Jan. I am a doctor of oriental medicine, uh, licensed in the state of Florida, and a licensed acupuncturist in the state of Alaska. My friend, Dr. Mitchell Schwint, asked me to uh, do, do a small commentary on stress management and Chinese medicine. So I guess I'll start by just explaining my background. I have a master's degree in traditional Chinese medicine, which I'm sure that doesn't mean a lot to most people. Chinese medicine is, in the basics of it, really is just the study of how nature and people and energy and food and thoughts and emotions uh, interact uh, upon a body. What happened in the development in Chinese medicine, at least one aspect, is uh, people observed phenomenon in nature and they made certain correlations to what they saw in the human body. That's why in Chinese medicine you end up with some colorful language, such as uh, liver acting like wood or somebody having too much wind or fire in their body. It's just a way of describing certain phenomenon in a way that we can understand. Remember, back then, they didn't have microscopes or lab tests, so they had their observational skills, and their observational skills were really fantastic. So, looking at Chinese medicine, everybody has seen the symbol of yin and yang, and that's the basics of Chinese medicine, and everything is an interplay between the two. Health is not the absence of disease. Rather, health is the balance between the two, and that constantly changes. When we are under stress, it impacts the body in a predictable way. And just to oversimplify it, uh, the organ system that is most greatly affected by stress is the liver. And we say the liver has the attributes of wood. It moves up and out, and it spreads energy and blood throughout the body. When we are stressed, liver stagnates. Okay, so what does that mean in more modern language? Well, the energy doesn't circulate. It stagnates in the liver, liver gallbladder system. It impacts our energy production. It impacts uh, our digestion because we say that liver suppresses then the digestive system. Think of it as fight or flight suppressing rest and digest. It also impacts the way we uh, are emotionally. As an example, when somebody is overly stressed, they tend to get more reactive, maybe lose their temper more, more frustrated. Maybe they tend to gravitate towards more coffee to try and stimulate the circulation of the energy. Maybe they don't sleep as well. Maybe they have uh, food cravings. 
So what do we do about this? Well, number one, <laughs> what everybody says is don't stress or let it go. And that's not really helpful for most of us, right? So most of us can't live on top of a mountaintop and just let all the stress go. So what I normally tell my patients is a little bit more simplistic. It's not the stress that is thrown at you. It's more what sticks to you. And I'd like to share just real quick uh, my favorite story that kind of illustrates that point. In the story is set in ancient times, and there's a monk uh, walking with his, his student, and the master is walking up to a river and sees a young lady who can't cross the river for some odd reason because she can't cross the river. So she asks the master if he can carry her across the river. And the student answers, I'm sorry, we cannot come in contact with a female. It's against our religion. We're Buddhist monks. The master, to his surprise, said, sure, hop on my back. And the student couldn't understand it. So they went across the river, and on the other side, the master put the, the lady down. She thanked him, and they went off on their way. Well, the student, trying to understand this, kept in his mind just continuing, trying to reason this out. And finally, after an hour or so, he just exploded. He said, Master, how could you have broken one of the hard, fast rules that you cannot touch a female? And the master turned to his student and said, Yes, I did touch her, and yes, I carried her across the river. However, I put her down at the edge of the riverbank, and you, my student, are still carrying her. I think this illustrates the point of letting things go. Not to reduce stress in your life completely, but rather to not dwell on them. So what can we do about that? Well, one thing we can do is not obsess over things that are causing us stress. Stress doesn't solve problems. So keeping the, those thoughts on your mind definitely impacts the circulation in your liver. We can also do things like deep breathing exercises, breathing into your belly that you learn in Tai Chi, meditation, Qigong, or yoga. We can also do exercises like yoga or Tai Chi. But even walking can be stress relief as long as you are concentrating on where you are and not focused on things that are causing you stress. I hope that makes sense. It really is that easy on paper. In practice, however, it's seldom that easy. That is why we practice it daily so when stress increases, we have tools in our toolbox to help relieve the stress. I hope that gives you a little bit of insight on how Chinese medicine might be used to reduce stress. And I hope I was clear in my examples. Thanks. I look forward to sharing more thoughts with you in the future. I hope you enjoyed that guest episode. It's so easy to become buttonholed into our own way of thinking and hearing things from someone else's perspective can be quite enlightening and oftentimes provide a clue or a glimpse into a way around a problem or through an obstacle. And I want to thank uh, Rick Jan for his time today and I look forward to uh, speaking with you soon. Uh, for those of you who have uh, jumped into the Recharge 2.0 course as it launches, I am so excited to be sharing content with you as we roll that out. For more, check out mitchellmd.thinkific.com. Be safe, be well, have a fantastic week.